Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm of this mindset. If you don't win the Stanley Cup, it's a disappointment. Are we not all of that mindset? It took me months, if not years, to get over some seasons in hockey and football. Some things I've never gotten over. Does blue and orange roll in my veins? No, but it is in my DNA. I'm not there yet to say that it was a great season because they didn't win a Stanley Cup. I don't know. It's still raw. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It is hour two. I hope you're having as much fun as we are. Uh, it's been a fantastic day. Great job by our crew back in the sweatpants capital. And uh, the Moose is with us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle here on this Wednesday, June the 8th. Let's bring him in now. I really, Moose, have ah, muddled things up here. I wrote the uh, Grey Cup odds from Bet Regal yep. on the sticky note. And uh, I did not put it on my main page and i should have it's screwing everything up here so I, everything's on the table here in hour two as we rock and roll we welcome the new viewers on game plus tv i guess live streaming is not happening uh audio wise youtube we are and maybe they're just tuning in on the podcast we had a hell of an hour one craig button with us from tsn we covered a lot of ground i want to read a few viewer comments here uh if you don't mind randy from winnipeg says you don't need a hockey history book when craig's around no, you sure? That guy is so smart. Um, Andrew Stout, uh, Stout, Quebecer. I apologize I didn't get this in to Craig. He says, Bonjour, Rod. Huge fan of Craig. I would love to hear what Craig thinks about all the hires my Habs have made, including MPP yesterday. Bonjour, Craig. Merci, Rod. That's Marie-Philippe Poulain, who's been added to the Hockey Operations Department of the Montreal Canadiens. But, you know, I noticed... I get so ensconced in these interviews sometimes with my hockey and football heroes. I'm not always looking in the comment for the viewer questions, so I apologize for that. The one thing that I... Oh, Phyllis in Winnipeg says, Craig's views make a lot of sense to me, and I usually find myself agreeing with a lot of what he says. I feel like if people sat back and listened to the analysts, they'd learn something rather than wanting to fight with them. Who do you... Craig's probably my favorite analyst. I'm not in Canada, anyways. Uh, let's say Wayne Gretzky in America. Hello, who's your favorite 
hockey analyst. Viewer engagement time. Oh, who is wow. your who is your favorite hockey and football analyst? Please tell me now on the text line 902-518-3033 or in the YouTube chat. Buttons mine in Canada, Wayne Gretzky in America. Yeah. I like Elliot. I do. Because I think you know he's evolved from being the insider to being the insider and the analyst. So I've always been an Elliott fan, and football, like not Canada. I mean, you know the guys on TSN are great, but I, I'm, I'm a huge Terry Bradshaw fan on the Fox panel. If we're allowed yeah. to go down that route, but I'm a, I'm a Bradshaw fan. Interesting, you say that. <clears throat> okay, well, I got to refresh the feed here, and see, this just just this just opened a Pandora's box. Because as I said last hour, people like to talk about the analysts as much as they like to talk about the players. I don't really know why that is, but it's okay. I'm here for it. Um, Jeff the Stamps fan is watching. He writes in and he says, football it is, 770 CHQR zone, Greg Peterson. And, you know, I got to say something. I do miss Calgary, and we're going to be there in just a couple weeks' time. Going to be spending a lot of time there. Oh, here comes the avalanche of comments. How did I forget Mike Johnson? He's the cross-border guy. He's the international guy. He's the new pit bull of hockey. Mike Johnson's Mr. Worldwide. Like, when I think about Mike Johnson, I think of the emoji with the hearts in the eyes. That's me and Mike Johnson. He's on every network there is. So he's my, he's, he's my fave brought up mike johnson i just got all flooded i can't remember what i was gonna say (laughs) but he's the guy you talked about the owners and the worst list he's just on a shelf at the top you just he's he's number one (laughs) i love him so much um uh i know oh boy 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 let me back up the truck here beep 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 i'm in this new life i'm in this new world and I don't think the way that I used to think. And it's wonderful. Because I didn't used to think a real good way. And so with Greg Peterson, the color voice of the Stampeders, and Mark Steven, his radio partner, I had people telling me, watch out for those guys. They're not your friends. You, they may act nice to your face, but they're not your friends. And I'm like, well, no, I think I'm a pretty good judge of people. And I really like Greg and Mark. Why would you tell me that? That's people just getting in my head or trying to get in my head. And when we were in Calgary for three months this spring and winter, I probably spent more time with Mark Steven than anybody else besides you. We went for lunch. We yeah. talked a lot on the phone. And then Greg Peterson came down, the guy that Jeff the Stamps fans referring to, the color voice of the Stamps and former Stamps safety. And he's like, when it was, he didn't want to leave. And he's like, Rod, I'm pretty busy at the law firm, but because it's you, I came down. And he was laughing and joking. He's like, I had so much fun. This is just so much fun. So the point that I'm getting here, and I don't have to say it as much as I used to say, but when I worked out this morning with Andrew Imber, the voice of the Florida Panthers, he is the announcer for the Florida Panthers. He's like, what do you like about this job and what do you like about South Florida? And I said, I don't need to live in the world that you're living in when somebody's got a knife in your back every day, right? And he's like, well, it's pretty, but Panthers have a very good culture. Right? I've been talking about that since September. 
since I first got here. Andrew's cool. He's got a great gig and he's been here for seven years. But just that, don't trust this guy. Don't talk to her. Don't do that. I'm like, oh my God, can't. Ah! Can't do it anymore. And I don't live in that world anymore. <sighs> and I love it. So anyways, back to uh, this interesting one. Ryan in Saratoga, New York. This is for the NFL. It's Brian Baldinger. Baldy's breakdowns are some of the most entertaining videos on Twitter. Baldinger is one cool SOB, man. Like, yeah. Real cool. Like, cooler than the other side of your pillow. Cool. But you have to understand something, too. When I, I was noticing this the other day, you know, I said on the air yesterday, I like all the announcers. I really do. If you get to ESPN level and TSN level, you should be pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't really sit back and nitpick. Certainly not as much as I used to. Uh, Ryan says one more. He says, for the CFL, I always enjoy when the dunkster, Justin Dunk, makes an appearance on the RP show. Justin Dunk is the best because you know nobody's pulling his strings. What you're getting from Dunk is the real deal. And I appreciate that. You can't say that about every analyst. You can't say that. I'm sorry to say, but you can't. And I get it. But you just can't. Um, Huge Benno. He's watching in Penticton, B.C. I'm going to read his comment just because I'm a nice guy. But he says, morning, RP. Predictions for the Riders' crowds this year? COVID is no longer an excuse, and it's been lacking recently. Don't make the big guy drive all the way from BC to help out the best fan base. I don't care about the Riders' crowds. I'm not following the Riders' crowds. I'm following what's going on in BC. I'm seeing Amar Doman, the new owner, saying, we got to open up the upper deck. We sold so many tickets. That's what I'm seeing out of BC. I'm seeing Victor Quee sell 32000 for Edmonton. But I told you, I just told you, I don't think the way I used to think. I'm not following Saskatchewan Rough Riders crowds the way that I used to, so I don't really have an opinion on it. I will be watching, I'll tell you right now, I will be watching 7 p.m. Eastern Saturday night, Riders Cats. but I'm not going to be looking in the crowd. You? Yeah. Um, no. It's unfortunate because it's becoming a storyline ever since the playoffs and a little bit last season when, you know, the stadium was half empty or half full for a playoff game or less than half full for a playoff game at home, which is crazy. Um, so it's becoming a story, which we don't like to see. So I hope when they, you know, kick off for real that the crowds are there and that it's back to normal and that it's rolling. But right now, you know, Winnipeg's going to be close to a cellar when they have their home opener. And BC and Edmonton are drawing good crowds. And so I think it's good that the league is seeing a little bit of growth in those other markets. And, you know, we'll, we'll follow it. We'll kind of see what it looks like, but not really that closely. A lot of votes coming in for Dave Poulin as the top announcer. And um, he, <laughs> he's another one of those guys. I love Pooley. I've never met him face-to-face, never been in the same room as him. But we did connect over these interviews when we we connected over Four Mile Road. That gravel road that takes you from Highway 6 south of Regina to Wilcox, Saskatchewan. I told him I got lost on... I still get lost on Four Mile Road. Figure that one out. I grew up nine miles south of there and I still get lost on it. I'm not joking because there's this weird jut out. 
Poulin got it. But uh, I, think, I think he's very good. Uh, Ted in Red Deer says, I like all the guys on the RP show. I tell my friends the guys on the show are the pros pro. Button and Arash are two examples. But we, when we started the show 774 episodes ago, what did we say when we were brainstorming? We're like, no Rudy Poos are getting on this show. No weak links. We want the best of the best. And that's what we've had, and people have been noticing that. Uh, 111 Eastern, by the way. Smoke them if you got them. Stephen Jacobson watching in Minot, North Dakota. Yes, namaste. Minot, North Dakota. Says, I watch Rod instead of the event for better coverage. Well, as I say, uh, I may not always be right, but at least you know that I'm telling you what I think. All right, nobody's telling me what to say, like it yeah. used to be. Uh, Pinks says they will say they sold 32,000. He's talking about the rider crowd. But he says we will all see about 19,000. Sorry, they'll say they sold 32,000, but we'll see about 19,000. Again, it's just not, it's just not part of my, my life anymore. People really... I appreciate the guy writing in, but I just, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care how, what they draw at all. Somebody wrote in and said, gas prices, do you think it'll affect crowds? I took 90 seconds to think about it, and I'll say, no, it'll just be another excuse. If you want to go, you will go. If you don't want to go, subconsciously even, you'll find an excuse not to go. Over to you, Darren. What do you think about that? Bingo bang on if you're you know and it's might be subconscious but if you're not going because of gas prices that's an excuse that you don't want to go now you might you know gas is expensive it's crazy but it just means you don't want to go that badly and that's not right or wrong it just means it's not worth it for you high cost of tickets concession prices increasing all that kind of stuff are reasons why you might not go but that just means you don't want to go that badly right People who want to go, the, the fans who are, you know, just want to go so bad will find any way to go. They'll smuggle their own snacks in. They'll take the bus. They'll hitchhike. They'll do whatever they got to do to get to the game, right? Jenna Reagan watching in Southern California, and I appreciate Jenna chiming in, says, Rod Peterson for my hockey news. Reed Johnson for spring football news. That's our guy, Reed, and we got to get Reed on again from the Mark Cast podcast. This dude, he works hard, man. He drove all the way from Seattle to Birmingham, Alabama for opening weekend in the USFL and did a live podcast from there. Jenna, thank you for pointing that out, and thank you for saying you watch this show for your hockey news. Frankly, so do I. Um, and I notice, by the way, because I'm watching everything of what everybody's doing, I see the commissioner of the CFL, Randy Ambrosi, is going on Reed Johnson's Mark Cast this week on the opening week of the CFL. How are we doing, Clark, with getting Randy Ambrosi on our show? What's up with that? What's the latest? Ah, nothing from the league, says Clark. If he doesn't, his loss. I just know that we've been trying to get him a while back, I'm not sure that we tried to get him lately, 
So I'm not going to trounce the commissioner. Maybe, uh, maybe his invitation got lost in the mail, Moose. Maybe his dog ate it. That's been known to happen. Oh, That's no. been known to yes. happen. Got a virus. Um, got a virus and it uh, deleted the email. I'm about to snap. Okay, I'll stop for a second. Phyllis. Oh, you can't wait. Everybody just. Hmm? Phyllis in Winnipeg says, if you can afford to buy tickets to the NHL or CFL games, you can afford fuel to get there. That's from Phyllis. Uh, I'll go one step further. If you can afford $3,000 to go to an honors game, you can afford a tank of gas. Like, it is what goes back to my Super Bowl comment that I tweeted and got soundly trounced by mostly TSN announcers, some newspaper writers, and a lot of Canadian sports fans when I said we need to make Canadian sporting events must attend. That's what we need to do. And I got skewered for it. That's kind of where I stopped saying, I'm going to stop with the hot takes because these guys don't even understand what I'm saying. Those water games were must attend. People were mortgaging their house to go. And in the end, I don't even know if they were happy. They probably were. Probably glad they did. Right? Why did people writing in here yesterday? That Saturday night, game three atmosphere was amazing. Yeah. So anyway, where I said I'm going to snap. Wayne says, in Victoria, staunch dyed-in-the-wool Ryder fan says, I don't think the CFL has to worry about the crowds at Ryder games. There are other teams that they need to worry about more. Do I need to give another Jim Peterson ass-kicking lecture? Let's not worry about what everybody else is doing. Let's worry about what you're doing. What more else do, needs to be said than that? It's true. It's true. That's good. And well, well yeah. we got a break. We'll be back. We're watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live. And if you've missed any portion of the show, you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Gorgeous day in uh, the Sunshine State. It's the RP Show. And we are brought to you in part, as always, by Taco Time. Let me tell you something about Taco Time. Real food, real value, real flavor. As we bring the moose in, and we're just having a real, today's show, a real dog's breakfast, a real yard sale of all the things that we're talking about today. And it's been a, been a heck of a lot of fun. Um, Wayne and Victoria, just, he's, he's, a couple, couple things. Ryan in Toronto watching on YouTube, he says, loving the show today. Spicy. Steven in North Dakota wants to know, does Bronco pay per rant? Do they pay per rant? Uh, Jeff in Winnipeg says, two rod rants. I should buy a lottery ticket today. So, yeah, they're just getting a two for today. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. You want me to answer that? I don't. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. That's no, great. I, I always, you know, I love the, uh, the Jim Peterson life lessons. And I think as more of these come out, just like the lynchisms, 
we might need to have a pamphlet or a book. It's the Jim Peterson life lessons that come up on this show. Thank God I was listening. He didn't think I was. Uh, Dale Berezuk watching in Winnipeg says, Rod and Moose and all crew, great as always. I'm worried about nothing today. Jack and I are fantastic. That's his son. He says, I get to water my garden and we will eat ice cream after school. Enjoy your day. One thing about living in Florida, you have to constantly put your head on a swivel and go, what month is it? Like when it's 30 degrees Celsius in December, you're spinning your head around going, but the kids are wrapping up school. There's hockey. That What? So anyways, um, it's a hazard. And just the last thing here, Wayne and Victoria on what started me on my rant. He says, well, Rod, people seem to be worried that the crowds at the Ryder games are not great right now. I don't know, Wayne. Did you see last week's game? <laughs> they didn't announce the crowd. They introduced them. Did you read Rob Vanstone's column in the Leader Post about it, by the way? They said uh, the attendance was Bob, Betty, Dale, Carter, and Aaron. <laughs> oh, no. So, obviously you didn't read it, and that's fine, but I always read... I always read... Uh, the Van Stone columns and the Leader Post stuff. Um, it, big, big day for us. Where's my bell? Ring the bell, you pansy. This is a really big day because we will continue to broadcast till the end of time at noon Eastern till 2 p.m. Eastern on the RP Show, but we will be replaying, just announced today, on Game Plus TV Network at 10 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Mountain, a replay. And it's important because I told you about my 12-step sponsor, almost my 12-step sponsor, the guy that's so old, he thinks it's still called the Colorado Rockies, the NHL team. He texted yeah. me the other day because he was going golfing. He's like, he goes, who's the big names on your show today? And I said, why don't you tune in and find out? And he said, why don't you move the show to prime time so I can see it better? Now we can. Because of the replay. And mm -hmm. uh, Chad Midgley, president of Game Plus and senior vice president of content syndication for Anthem Sports and Entertainment, said in a news release, during its time on the network, the Rod Peterson Show has quickly established itself as one of the highest rated series on Game Plus, And we look forward to building upon that tremendous success and this incredible partnership as we move forward into the future and i just got a vision in my mind of the doc from back to the future and you it's like you and me in the delorean moose and it's like me flipping the goggles down and going roads where we're going there are no roads so this is a very big day for us today and we have not mentioned it so far an hour two so how are you feeling about the news that we are moving into prime yeah. time with the replay i think it's awesome and here's you know, an angle we've never really talked about. It's, it's you know, prime time on the West Coast. It's a little late night on the East Coast. It's perfect. It opens us up to a new audience uh, completely. And for me, the sports audience, specifically the hockey players, the basketball players, the, the, the teams and executives who are playing in the evening, and when they get back to their hotel rooms, they get back home, they get wherever, it's 10 o'clock, 11, 12, 1 a.m., you flip on the TV to have your little late dinner or a drink as you wind down or whatever it might be. And our show is now available at that time. I think it's just perfect. All I wanted when we started this was a show for my buddies to watch. The guys that are in the dressing rooms and locker rooms at 10 a.m. working out, 
having a shower, sitting around, chewing the fat. I wanted something for them to watch, and they got it, and then the fans all jumped on it, and they uh, enjoyed it too. So I did not... Here's the poll question. Let's get back on track and talk sports. We're going to dislocate our shoulder patting ourselves on our own back. The poll question here for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, which is Canada's Game of the Week in the Canadian Football League? It opens Thursday with the Montreal Alouettes at the Calgary Stampeders. Friday, the Ottawa Red Blacks at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And a Saturday doubleheader with the Hamilton Tiger Cats at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in a rematch of the 2013, 1989, and 1972 Grey Cups. And then Saturday night, second game of the doubleheader, the Edmonton Elks at the BC Lions. And I'm not going to lie, the fact that Deron Carter, I don't think he's going to play Saturday night, severely crimping my style and plans for Saturday night. If Deron's not playing, I'm not sure I'm as interested, although I would be, I'm still interested (laughs) in watching Chris Jones storm up and down the sidelines. Jones is must-see TV, right? We, We understand that, right? Yes, you just have to tune in and to see what the Chris Jones effect is going to be. I'm really curious, Nick Arbuckle. I mean, it's preseason, okay? But he looked like the second coming. He looked like he's going to win the most outstanding player award when you watch him in, in the little bit of preseason we saw. Maybe he's just fitting in with that offensive scheme in Edmonton really well, and with Chris Jones and and the weapons they have there. I'm really curious to see what Edmonton what Edmonton have. Okay, I think we've lost the host, but that's okay. I'll just continue on in the CFL chat because it's so awesome to talk about it and just, and just bring him in whenever he's back in. Um, we got you back, Rod. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, that didn't take long. Uh, Mark no. Westrom, Mark Westrom writing in from... One more time. <laughs> so while Rod deals with a little bit of a, uh, must be an internet issue, uh, signal going on back down there in Florida, but Edmonton, really excited to see what they've got. I'm really excited to see Paul Lapalise's effect with the Ottawa Red Blacks with Jeremiah Masoli as the quarterback. So those are two really big storylines. Is Calgary going to keep beating up on people the way that they did in the preseason? Um, and guys, just let me know when he's back. Just throw him back on the screen. But, um, Really curious to see, you know, what everybody has and whether it's the, and Rod, whether it's the Riders, you know, whether it's the CFL or three down, they think the Riders are going to be, you know, a, a really good team. Number two, I, I'm really curious to see what, uh, what's going to happen here in the CFL amongst all these teams. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch and uh, we'll see where it goes. But yeah, it looks like Duran might be dealing with a little bit of an injury, very quiet in the preseason and through camp. I'm not sure uh, what the deal is with Deron, but they signed him as a defensive back. He's going to play, uh, but I just don't know how long or if he's going to play in week one. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and uh, pull up the YouTube comments here because if Rod is gone, I want to make sure that we've got uh, the viewers locked in here as we uh, move through. Were you guys going to say something? No, I thought I had you in my ear for a second. But we'll figure out what's going on with Rod and his tech issues here in a second and find out exactly what the deal is. Um, Right now, guys, anything on Rod? Okay, so they're working with him right now. Working on it. Um, 
we'll log in here and see if we can grab the uh, the YouTube comments here from you guys so we can get your comments. It's just going to take a second, and then we'll get into the CFL chat and see what the heck is going on as we uh, roll through here. Here we go. JT, all-world athlete, phenomenal player talent. Talking about Deron Carter. Ankle injury, Mandy updates us with. Yes, it's an ankle injury. Have we heard how significant that ankle injury is for Deron Carter and how many games he's going to miss? Um, I'm not really sure how many games Deron's expected to miss, but he's dealing with that ankle injury. Is Rod, do we got these uh, bugs cleaned up yet? Okay. I think we got you now. Had you now. Okay. We had him for a second. We'll go this couple minutes longer here, and then we'll throw to a break. And then what do we got coming up next segment, Clark? Awesome. Mike McKenna's in next segment. So stay tuned. It'll either be me or Rod with Mike McKenna um, right now. Um, Yeah, Jeffrey Townend's asking about Duran on his social media. I don't think he is as active on social media right now as, as he was in the past. And maybe that's a good thing. You know, maybe he's focused more on football and trying to get the most out of the rest of his career. Um, but we haven't seen as much out of Duran on, on social media. We haven't seen stuff coming out of training camp. We haven't seen the outspoken Duran Carter that we're kind of used to seeing. Um, Carlos Legena says, week one will tell a lot, not everything, but a lot. It will. I wonder how much, because we've seen a lot of vets not play much in the preseason. Zach Caleros didn't play at all in the preseason. So I'm not sure exactly what we're going to see in week one. I think it might take a couple, two, three weeks before we really see what we're going to have. You know, we're dealing with new hash marks, dealing with some rule changes. There's a lot of things that we're going to sort, have to sort out in the first couple of weeks of the regular season. So um, we'll see. Uh, Mandy wants me to say Chris Jones the way it's meant to be said, the way Rod says it. That's Rod. He does the impressions. I don't. We'll stay away from that. So uh, Jenna Reagan is looking forward to a much better season from the Red Blacks. Absolutely. I think the Red Blacks and the Elks are going to be much improved. How much? I don't know. You see some of the pundits in uh, in week one. They don't, they're not giving the Elks a whole lot of uh, much of a chance. Not giving Ottawa much of a chance either. Okay. You go ahead, Jordan. And uh, slide. Okay. So what we'll do is, is actually we'll take a break. How about that? Why don't we do that? We'll take a break. Slide out. See if we can get Rod back in. If not, Mike McKenna coming up on the RP Show. Broadcasting live on Game Plus TV Network. YouTube Live in 24 hours at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show, and we're coming to you live from beautiful South Florida, where, uh, well, there's no hockey now. The Panthers are out, but the Lightning have come back and made it a series. Big 4-1 win over the Rangers last night, and they're going to MSG with this Eastern Conference final tied 2-2. The Western Conference finals over. Colorado moving on following a sweep of the Edmonton Oilers. I'm very excited to chat with Mike McKenna 
our next guest, father of two. I'm just looking up his Twitter here. NHL analyst on Daily Faceoff. He's a scribe. He's the host on SiriusXM NHL Radio. You're very smart for a goalie, Mike, and I say that facetiously because I'm in the union. How are things, man, <laughs> since the last time we chatted? You're very good at what you do, sir. It's good to see you again. Uh, listen, I really appreciate that. Uh, smart for a goalie. I'll take that any day. Uh, college guy here, <laughs> that's probably the only reason why. But, yeah, man, things are really good. You know, like it's it's kind of nice to just have – one series to worry about now with the Stanley Cup playoffs and not having 32 teams like the regular season. It can be a lot. So I'm actually really looking forward to having the night off. There's no games tonight, Rod. So I'm going to hit the grill, have some fun with the family and be ready for tomorrow's action. Good for you. I feel like it's a little weird. And I got to say this. Let's get into the goalie talk. I think there should be a goalie specific show. I really should, man. Think about that. But out of Edmonton today, they're saying Mike Smith his future's cloudy. He's got a year left on that Edmonton deal, and it sounds like he's saying he's not sure he wants to come back. If you're the orders, are you bringing back Mike Smith? I'm bringing back Mike Smith. He's got a year left on his contract, and I think that you pair him up with somebody who's young, who's got some upside, who maybe isn't happy where they currently are, or maybe you're looking at a UFA. I think that there's going to be several options available. Uh, maybe the Edmonton Oilers start to look at Mackenzie Blackwood, who was dangled by the Devils towards trade deadline, or maybe Vili Husso from the St. Louis Blues as a UFA would be someone on the radar. When I look at Mike Smith's comments, to me, it really just meant that he doesn't know what it's going to take to prepare for next season because he's still in the heat of the moment from what happened. Like Sometimes you get into these funks as a professional athlete where – you know, you, you know you still want to play in your heart of hearts, but you're still just so crushed by the letdown of losing in the conference finals that you know it's going to take a little bit. And and Smith is just honest, man. Like He speaks what's on his mind, and I think he'll be ready to go for next season. I'd be surprised if he retired. I'd be surprised if Edmonton moved on from him because he was a really b- big part of that club. Uh, but I do think he's due for a new goaltending partner. Interesting that you say that. And by the way, you mentioned Vili Hisu, or uh, Huso. You're in St. Louis, correct, Mike? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, kind of a goalie hotbed there between Bennington and Huso and so forth. Like, when you talk about a new partner, because Koskinen's contract stop looks like he's going to be gone. Is there somebody specific? Yeah. Who, the UFA front, what's that pool of guys, you would know better than me, available? Well, the top ones that you're looking at now, I believe, on the market are going to be Darcy Kemper, who's still playing hockey, even though he was on the bench for the last game after coming back from an upper body injury. Pavel Francouz has been in uh, the incumbent in Colorado for the last several games. But Kemper's going to be a UFA. You've got Marc-Andre Fleury out there at 37 years of age, looking to play another season at least. You've got Vili Husso, who to me is probably the top young goaltender in terms of being able to lock somebody up with some term. Uh, and can complete free agency. He's only 27 years old, Huso. Um, but I think also you look down the list a little bit, and there's, there are players out there. There are goalies out there. I mean, I think of a Scott Wedgwood as somebody who will probably end up being a backup in the NHL, finally, to start the year with one team. But when you look at the real pointy end of available goaltenders to potentially be a number one, or at minimum a 1A or 1B with a Smith tandem in Edmonton, there's not many names, and that's where I think a younger player like a Huso or maybe a Mackenzie Blackwood might fit the bill. Two goalies that can also handle the puck a little bit, which I think is important to compliment Mike Smith. Mike McKenna with us, uh, NHL analyst, NHL 
Radio, Sirius XM, NHL Radio, Daily Faceoff. Listen, I've been waiting to ask you this, and I'm just going to come out with it. You haven't mentioned the flower. Rumors I'm getting is that the Golden Knights might sign him in free agency and correct a wrong there. Um, that's where I first became familiar with you, was watching you on the Golden Knights broadcast because I never miss any. That's my favorite team. Um, what do you think are the chances of that happening? Uh, slim. I would never say none, but I'd say slim. Uh, the, you look at the salary cap structure of Vegas, and unless Marc-Andre Fleury was willing to take a league minimum deal to go back to Vegas where he's already sold his home that he lived in, I I, I just don't see it, how that went down. Um, you're still going to have a two-headed monster there. Robin Leonard's still under contract for another three seasons. Laurent Brassois is also under contract next year. So um, I don't know. It felt like when Pete DeBoer got moved out of Vegas as the head coach, it was one of those either-or moments. Either Robin Leonard had to go or Pete DeBoer had to go. Uh, and GM Kelly McCrimmon seemed to make his decision in which way he would be headed with that. I'm not sure on Brassois, though, because Logan Thompson is also there. Uh, and he played very well down the stretch. My best guess in Vegas is that you're going to see a combination of Leonard and Thompson depending what happens with Leonard uh, recovering from the injuries that he had at the end of last season and also recovering what I think was a fractured relationship at the end of last year we haven't heard from Robin Leonard since the end of the year so I do think things are up in the air I'd be very surprised to see Marc-Andre Fleury end up back in Vegas but that city has a huge amount of love for him and I know he loves the fans there as well so crazier things have happened uh, but I'd probably keep my eyes more towards Minnesota or Pittsburgh when it comes to flower. Interesting, Mike, that you say that. And you're right. You're not the first to say, and you would know <laughs> at least as well as me, that was a very fractured ending, right? A lot of hurt feelings. And mm-hmm. uh, those bridges don't necessarily get rebuilt again. I just, I guess maybe I would like to see it happen. You know, you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Hey, um, Rangers yeah. Lightning, we have not talked about the East Conference final. It's now 2 2. Your thoughts on uh, that series at all and how the teams got there in the first place? Well, I said at the beginning of the series that if the Rangers wanted to win, if they wanted to advance to the Stanley Cup Finals, they had to win the first two games on home ice at MSG, and they did that. And then they went down to Tampa, and they lost both of those games, which is very similar to what happened in the second round Um you know, with the Rangers facing the Carolina Hurricanes. It was a homer series until the Rangers were able to finally win a Game seven on away ice. So I, I think the Rangers are still in the mix here, but it's going to be tough, especially with Ryan Strom being injured, maybe not being available for game five. Same thing with Philip Heedle, who's really driven that kid line with Lafreniere and Kako. Um, and I'd be surprised to see the Rangers be able to last more than a game or two. But the X factor, and what I know so well, of course, is goaltending. And Shishjurkin can win games single handedly. And he's been so good all season and in playoffs. He had a hiccup against the Pittsburgh Penguins, but you look at his last however many games, he hasn't allowed more than three goals against since May 9th. Okay. Like the the hard part though is that he's got to allow two or less to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's how it works. And right now, the way the Rangers are defending, at least the way they did in game three and four, I think it's advantage lightning. The Rangers have to stay out of the box. They have to win more board battles, get out of their zone quicker, shorten up their shift lengths because I felt they got tired during their own zone. And no matter how good your goaltender is in Shishirkin, he can't do everything. And then they got to go the other way as the Rangers and face Andre Vasilevsky, who is still the best money goaltender in the world for my money. Yeah, well, you know, I was going to ask you about Shishirkin. Um 
I really enjoy the NHL Network coverage. The guys were talking on there about how the goalie coach for the Rangers says he's like a hovercraft, just the way that he moves. He's mm-hmm. so in control. Do you think Shesterkin's here to stay or flash in the pan? Because we've seen both. You know, he's still, I feel, relatively young in his career. He's the real deal. Now, I think what people don't realize about Shesterkin sometimes, Rod, is that he's he's a more mature goalie than we may realize. He's 26 old. Andre Vasilevsky is 27 years old. The difference is that Vasilevsky mm. came over to North America at a younger age. Shishchurkin played in the KHL in Russia, um, had a year to get used to North America, just like Vasilevsky did. But again, different ages. And when I look for a goaltender who's built for long-term success, I'm looking at the details of their game, the way they move, if they arrive early, how they track pucks, how they recover. I don't think I've seen anybody like Shishchurkin, okay, in a really long time. And when I'm teaching young goaltenders, he has become the person that I look to now. You know, I, I look at UC Soros. I, I use some stuff from Ottinger. I use stuff from every NHL goaltender. But Shishchurkin is pretty flawless when it comes to the technique. And then you combine that with his mental ability. He can bounce back. He doesn't seem to get in funks. I've been really, really impressed with his resiliency uh, and his ability to just keep his head down and play, man. He's had people all around his crease. Um, against Carolina and now especially against Tampa Bay and he continues to perform if he allows three goals against in a game that seems like an off night like dude if I'd allowed three goals against in in my career that would have been a big improvement for what I did in the NHL so um, I think Shishjurkin is the real deal 100% Mike uh, I appreciate the analysis we have to do it again because I have more questions unfortunately we are out of time but uh, Love your work, as I said off the start. I appreciate the time today, and enjoy your night off and uh, the grill works, my man. What are you going to grill up? I What's on it. the menu? What's on the menu? Well, you know, I've got I've got some carne asada going. It's been marinating overnight, so mm. I'm going to do that. Slice it up, make some tacos, a little avocado, and some cilantro. It's going to be a really good night. Appreciate oh, you having me. All right, on. Mike. All right, talk to you soon. Mike McKenna, NHL analyst, Sirius XM NHL Radio, the Daily Faceoff, and as I got to know him. Analyst for the Vegas Golden Knights not that long ago. We'll be right back with a viewer takeover. We've got a lot of comments to get to here as I open up the text line 502, sorry, 902 518 We'll be right back after this break. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24 hour sports radio streaming at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show, growing really fast. And this is Taco Time Viewer Takeover. Did you know Taco Time has been around for over 40 years in Canada? This iconic brand of the Canadian favorite serves over 3.2 million burritos, 2.5 million tacos, and over 1 million Mexi fries every single year. Let's bring in the Moose for the final segment. And I would be stunned, Moose, I'd have lost a bet if you tell me that they sell more burritos than tacos. <laughs> I would be stunned you yeah me too the tacos just fly out of that place so i would be surprised yeah yeah absolutely but hey good for them we learn something new every day uh by the way real big news um where's the bell keep putting it away the rp show going to four hours daily on game plus television continuing to air live at noon eastern here on your favorite 
sports gaming and information television station Game Plus, but replaying at 10 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Mountain Daily, the RP Show. Thank you for Anthem Sports Game Plus for making that happen, and all you guys behind the scenes, and I guess, Moose, you're not as much behind the scenes, but you do more work behind the scenes than people know. Uh, by the way, on the text line, a couple things. Hey, your mom, your mom wrote <laughs> Paula DuPont. Congratulations, huge news for the best team. Great Wednesday show today. So I love that they've got Game Plus out there in Winyard, Saskatchewan, the Chicken Campbell. Yeah, Chicken Capital. We had the fun discussion earlier, and we left it, I think, a little too soon. I said, who's your favorite analyst on television for hockey and football? Maybe for the rest of the week, we can talk about other sports. Buck Martinez, he's my guy for baseball, obviously. But Frank Limaker is watching in Airdrie, Alberta, and he says, hockey, Jeff O'Neill, the O-Dog, who's become uh, good friends of ours, believe it or not. How about that? Jeff O'Neill, he is... He's good. But again, they're all good. Um, <laughs> he says, for CFL, Dwayne Ford, but I really miss the late Chris Schultz. I could tell you stories about Schultz till the cows come home. And great ones. He's so good and so dedicated to his craft. And in the NFL, he said, Chris Collinsworth. Ken Pearson's watching in Dauphin, Manitoba on Game Plus. He says, the late John Madden and Eddie Olchuk, two of the best. You wouldn't know this, but I'm really missing Eddie Olchuk on the NHL on TNT broadcasts. I'm hoping he's okay. He's had cancer battles in the past. And what they've done is they've they've kept Kenny Albert as the play-by-play. They've moved Keith Jones up from between the benches to the booth. And they've brought in Darren Pang between the benches. And then they have Nabil Kabrim. It's, it's a yard sale. It's too many. I'm like, just get Eddie back. It's disjointed. It doesn't flow. So yeah, that was kind of a fun, fun thing there, right? On the on the app. I love I, it. Why do you think it is? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't. Well, we have so much. They're in our homes all the time, and you know they 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 do so much to try and be entertaining too, right? So you know, kind of get a little out there, whatever. And some people are annoyed. They love it. They hate it. They all have different styles. So I think it's it's such a fun conversation because everybody's got a different opinion. Yeah, uh, I think it was Jeff the Stamps fan wrote in here earlier and said that he he doesn't care as much for the CFL on TSN panel. So that's just, again, that's subjective. I'm not going to get upset with anybody. Some people you like, some people you don't like. There are some national analysts that I don't care for, um, but I don't bitch about it. You know, a lot of people just like to bitch. I'm not saying Jeff is. Jeff goes on to say four hours? So is there more content than here? Well, we err. I only say it, as I told you on the phone earlier today, every single break I say we err on Game Plus television live. And what I'm saying now is it re-airs later on in the day. So I don't know how I need to be any more clear than that. Um. <laughs> Nyan, Nyan is the name watching on YouTube says I have heard of a deer in the headlights but I would be lying if I said I didn't think of the phrase a moose in the headlights when RP was disconnected but you weren't scared you love that stuff yeah yeah absolutely no big deal at all and just pick up the conversation and keep rolling it's just you know a little bit unsure if you're in out not but we got it sorted out and it worked out pretty well 
John Kirby in Edmonton says, congratulations on the big news. Wish my cable provider, Shaw Cable, had Game Plus TV. Well, sucks to be them. Uh, Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, for as much as he gets thrown junk thrown his way, Tony Romo is fantastic at color commentary slash analyst. I just, I like Tony because he was a cowboy, a Dallas cowboy. Initially, I didn't care for his style at all. But I've really, over the last couple of years, and I don't know why, what sped me up on this road, dear, but I'm far more open-minded than I used to be. Like, I remember when he came in, I was bitching about it, saying if I was doing play-by-play and he was doing color, I'd throw him out the window. Because he doesn't shut up. you got to let the play-by-play guy set up the... Eh, whatever, who cares anymore? Who cares? Let's just have fun. Well, and Tony Romo has fun. He has a lot of fun. He's he's good. They figured it out. I, Jim Nance had to learn how to call the game with Tony Romo, and I think mm-hmm. it works. And mm-hmm. it, but it only works. It only works on TV because you can see the play, right? If that was a radio call, yeah. I mean, the play-by-play guys gotta have that time to paint the picture. Mandy in Edmonton says, "How do you not be a fat lady singing when there's food talk like this? Tacos." I'm going to go downtown and get one. I'm telling you, <laughs> I could eat Mexican food, specifically taco time, every single day. But taco time isn't really Mexican food. That's the rub. It's more like Tex-Mex. Southwestern United States is Mexico. It's a long story. We'll save it for another time. I'm just saying it's a lot better to eat taco time every day than pizza. Trust me, I've learned the hard way. Moose, congrats on the announcement. Great work. We'll see you tomorrow. You bet. Great show. See everybody tomorrow noon Eastern here on Game Plus TV. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if if you don't win your first bet, bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.